Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self Care podcast. I'm Jill from New York. And I'm Linda from Tasmania. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank. Ready to dive in? Messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all mucked up. Let's get going. We're winging it. Hi, Linda. Hello. <laughs> like, oh. oh, highs and lows. Where do we start? Yeah. <laughs> Even though we've done this, what, many, many times now? What are we up to? Oh. 26 oh or so. Like that, yeah. <laughs> we still we get to that high. stage where we're like, oh, highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baby is bouncing, yeah? Well, let's see. Um, Lucked high and much low. Well, as we're recording this, we just came off of another sticky note time weekend with our mm. community. And oh my goodness, I feel that so hard right now. There's so much melty around it. I'm back a day and a half and I'm still like struggling. So I think this is my high and my low because we got to see a whole bunch of people in person for the first time that we've known in the community virtually only for like two years now. Yeah. I don't. We're hanging out. We're not going anywhere. Mommy's talking. Um, so I feel so fulfilled after this weekend. I have all this community, fellowship, fun, entertainment, being around people, getting work done, learning, everything. And then at the same time, I am so completely drained there's no switching on and off with like getting that high and then feeling the low it just goes from one to the other and I'm just like we need a break again even though this was kind of a break because it was a break from one of them and not the other you know turned momming off for a weekend and work on and now I have to switch it with no like in between for myself but Mm -hmm. I guess yeah. that's what we signed up for. I don't know. Whatever. Entrepreneurship and motherhood, just a blast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what about yours. It, it's so easy to not be able to just take a breath. Oh. And yeah. get the momentum. And that's part of, I think, my low tonight is I got on this train and couldn't get off. I saw it. I recognize it. I know the pattern. And I got angry I got annoyed and frustrated and felt like I wanted to throw an adult tantrum as a like the inner child thing (laughs) yep and I know that it's probably off the back of sticky note time weekend and not much sleep and overdoing it today and receiving my book finally in my hands (laughs) which is all sorts of amazing um just cannot describe the amazing part of that so it's so many things added and rolled up into that and I thought we were doing so well I made roast chicken for dinner to celebrate (laughs) and yep it can only take a minute for it to all come undone that's my high getting my book today oh my gosh it's such an exciting thing I was thinking it wasn't going to come to a Wednesday or Thursday. Today's Monday. So 
That's just amazing. And she just went to sleep in like a minute and 13 seconds. Record time. <laughs> On my chest. I knew she was tired, but not quite that tired. I, I hit a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. I'll never be and able to get it happen again. Oh, oh she's, she's a great sleeper, actually. Good. Oh. Yep. I hope it happens all the time now. Yeah, my Hi. eldest was not. Still, he's not. <laughs> and how do we flick on and off? So many times. Mommy, <laughs> you asked me before we even started recording, Linda, if I had stopped being mom over this weekend. Mm-hmm. And hey, yes, it's raining out. And it felt like I did in the moment of each day that I was away, but I wasn't away away because I was still, I was only 45 minutes away from home, but my parents had Declan, my husband had him. So I had to take care of all the arrangements to get him taken care of while I was away. So I kind of checked out from being mom for the weekend and into being entrepreneur for the weekend as soon as I did the handoff. Yeah. But at the same time, I was still in the back of my head, always wondering when is the next phone call coming or when is the next text message coming or that emergency? What's he doing? Did he have a nap today? What's he eating? Is he using the potty? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Did I pack enough? Did I do this? And all of that, like, build up before this handoff of everything I needed to get together, the packing, the getting him ready for everything mentally just stayed with me and never kind of like just was still there floating around and never really left. So I don't know how one can switch that on and off mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is it harder as mothers to do that? You know, we know for a fact that brains are wired differently between Mars and Venus. So we know for a fact that we are biologically the ones that carry the child from the seed to the birth to the, to forever. Even when they're not presently physically with us, Mm -hmm. it's still such a huge part of our lives. How does that uh, then affect our focus and our concentration? Right. Especially what I, in I'm, postpartum. Sorry. Oh so many questions. God. So many questions. Yeah. And the fact that the, the birthing parent will, will say um, has that connection biophysically. I don't know what the right word is. That, you know, that intuition about your child and vice versa, yeah. how you mm-hmm. vibe off of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, baby. Um, sticks with you. And like you're saying, even when they're not around, like mm-hmm. I had him at my parents on Friday and I woke up with the worst feeling ever. And mm-hmm. every time I get that weird feeling, it's usually because I'm alone in my home and something's missing. So how do we get like that connection's always going to be with us? Yeah. And yeah. I'm yeah. realizing it's because he's not like, within my wherever space. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so if he's not there, how do I turn off being a mom? 
why are you even trying to? Right. Do you I have mean, to? Is there benefit to doing that? Is that to improve your focus or concentration or feel like you're doing more self-care that way? Or is it something that society's told you to do? Because yeah. I think a big part of our systems mean there is more separation than I instinctively want to have happen. And there's a lot of there's a lot of um what I have struggled with in the homeschooling, like keeping kids out of school aspect and out of daycare and close in an attachment way for the first seven, 10 years. And there's a lot of evidence behind that. There's a lot of science behind that. There's a lot of proof for me that when they are close, they're much better off. And they actually become more independent by being more secure and attached and comforted in yeah. that way. Instead of creating extra stress of getting out the door in time and going to school and all the force and pressure that comes alongside that as well. And, yes, one day they have to get a job, but not at five, not at three. Mommy? Right. Me, mommy, me, no, no. I don't know what the conversation is. We want to go outside in the rain with cat. I don't think the cat would like the rain, do you? No. No. <laughs> the, cat can't, the cat can't switch the rain on and off. No. Oh. And how does being a default parent play into that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lay down. Linda. If I lay down, I think I'll go to sleep. Linda. What do you want to ask Linda? Are you our baby? Yes, that's her baby. Mm-hmm. She's sleeping now. Look, she's switched off. Yeah, she did switch off. And you just switched on, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> benefits of being on the other side of the world. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's like morning, morning, night. Declan, how do you switch on in the morning what do you do to wake up an on-ramp you have some chocolate milk and you watch some shows and you play with your kitty cat yeah yeah why why because i want to know so what we're talking about how do you switch on what's your on-ramp yeah mine's like getting some cuddles right yeah, I love morning cuddles. You want to watch? Me too. Nice to meet you. Oh, what else? It wasn't the quite on-ramp. Special, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on-ramp into our, like, switching those roles, though. Oh. It's like preparing ourselves to have to play more mom versus more entrepreneur or more wife versus anything business and what what can those on-ramps look like for us like 
do they, if we don't have enough of an on-ramp, are we then triggered into reacting a certain way before we get to really get ourselves acclimated to be able to prepare for a situation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether it be a good or a bad thing, um, positive or a negative situation. And then coming off of that, like we can't just, I have a hard time stopping. So that's why I think my drives to or from maybe daycare or babysitter, or even if I step outside the house, gives me a little bit of a like switching Mm. motion physically that gets my brain to be like, okay, I'm switching from being completely mom to now introducing work stuff in and being entrepreneur Jill. And then switching back to, okay, entrepreneur Jill is, you know, tucked away in the office, leave it there so I can go be mom again. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I was listening to a podcast today um, by, I've been getting stuck into a lot of the Andrew Huberman podcasts. Um, And so he talks about a lot of brain neuroscience and how to function essentially at a level which helps us to gain momentum and achieve goals and get learn better for our brain neuroplasticity plus I, I can't spit out that word clearly my brain is having trouble <laughs> and so he talks about like a swimming pool right and you've got your bottom of the pool which is the tiled area of the pool which has to your water, if you're filling up a swimming pool, you have like a baseline um, foundation water that gets, that covers the bottom. Yeah. And so if we're talking about dopamine and how we receive a, like a bottom level dopamine uh, fill, it's things like good sleep, nutrition, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, exercise, movement, bit of yoga, breathing, like breathing exercise, not necessarily meditation, just awareness, breath, having a cup of coffee. Um, not that you know, caffeine's not necessarily, but those sort of practices, being able yeah. to slow down with intent and have those baseline. Sometimes I feel like those baseline for me are not even covered. Right. <laughs> yep. And so as this swimming pool feels with different activities that we do which increase our dopamine like taking stickies off the wall and completing tasks and achieving goals and getting better at something that we might be learning or getting cuddles in the morning or you know getting outside for exercise or something like that all of all of these activities that increase our dopamine it gets to a point where you know like a whirlpool where you're you're splashing over the sides essentially and that's when it can actually become dangerous because we are constantly overflowing our dopamine that our stress response is so is essentially activated in a in a different way. Wow. So you know how we talk talked about positive toxic positivity. So it's being yeah. in that high positive, high driven, high goal setting state where we're so overflowing that it's actually really put our system in such a heightened state that we're forgetting to do some of that baseline stuff it's just splashing around it was fascinating it's really really interesting pretty interesting wow and it makes a lot of sense because i i know that without the decent sleep i exploded in 
a state that wasn't my ideal. I know without much exercise, I feel really crappy and lethargic and don't sleep well as a result. I know without good food, too much sugar, all of those things. So our baseline dopamine isn't getting the swimming pools essentially a little bit empty as mothers. So how do we let's use the same analogy for a self-care? For example, if we were to the point where we're giving ourselves self-care constantly, would we just be splashing it out the sides and in this right. state of like, well, I'm on all the time and I can't relax, I can't calm down. <laughs> like does that actually then become a different sort of a different yeah. sort of detri- detriment? Like if we're not if we're doing the neglect, we're not getting the that dopamine at all. If we're doing it too much, we're mm-hmm. overloading ourselves, mm-hmm. and we're not yep. we're not sharing that. So, okay, um, he's just gonna keep trying to get <laughs> get into the, On you again. the conversation. Um, oh yeah, man, stop it, please. Thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can see see you on the camera just going like, oh my gosh, no, not working. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's such an interesting concept though to think about because dopamine works in lots of different ways. It's not we're not just talking about the ways that it gets filled, but also the ways in which sometimes if we are receiving it easily, our motivation and drive then becomes less. So we do things like procrastinate or self-sabotage or et cetera, et cetera. So I've, in my experience recently, when I haven't been receiving it, that that dopamine hit, I do feel a severe lack and I do feel like I'm switched off and finding it really hard to be switched on because I haven't, I've got a bigger goal in in mind and not a little one that I'm trying to trying to get to as well. And biologically when we're talking about our our brain in impacts and our brain way of approaching different situations, are we actually designed to switch on and off? Do, can we actually go so quick from one thing to another to another to another? I, I don't know if it's actually actually even possible to, to be able to just think that we can flick the switch and not be influenced or impacted by the toddler in the background who's trying to take the microphone right now (laughs) and just doesn't seem to have the same cooperation that we might on other episodes oh my gosh and I was gonna say well you know if our cup is so full that's only have to start you know putting and pouring into other people's cups so if we're experiencing that it might be that we need to really show other people the self-care that we give ourselves sometimes. But now here I am wanting to change that thought right now because of this toddler here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Should, should we be expected to just switch that off and pretend that it's not happening right now? Which is not the whole point of this podcast, right? Yep. That's the whole point. <laughs> All right, Jacqueline, you're done with the microphone. You can sing next.
Uh, and I thought we were doing so well. I thought we were doing so well. Me too. But hey, we're out of practice. Switching on and off, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> out of out of practice. Perfect. Until we've we've had some time off while you were away. Like we can we can tell. Can't you? Uh, uh, sometimes it goes so well, sometimes it does not. Yeah. Mm. This is real life for a mom. <laughs> yeah. We leave it off here, Linda, and we get back together for next time. We do. (laughs) Until next week. We hope you can unstuck your butt. Good luck. Goodbye. (laughs) Switching off right now.